0: everybody welcome back to brooks reading corner the last podcast was just kind of an introduction into what this podcast is going to be about um we talked about some some of the books that we like uh also you know voices that we find soothing different actors voices um for instance sir patrick stewart things like that uh what i wanted to do today was um i'm not going to be able to read a book from start to finish for you guys, but I will be selecting, you know, certain sections, a couple of pages, maybe a paragraph or two that I like from these books. Uh, One I really wanted to start with that I mentioned in the previous podcast was um, The Phantom Tollbooth. Now, um, The Phantom Tollbooth is by Norton Jester. I really loved this book as a kid. It was very imaginative has a lot of play on words and what I wanted to do was just read the back cover um maybe you've read it before some of you adults like me when you were a kid you read it and maybe this will make you want to reread it or maybe it's something that you want to share with your kids um but anyways I just want to take a second and read the the back cover says for Milo everything's a bore when a toll booth mysteriously appears in his room he drives through only because he's got nothing better to do but on the other side things seem different Milo visits the land of conclusions you get there by jumping learns about time from a ticking watchdog named Talk and even embarks on a quest to rescue Rhyme and Reason somewhere along the way Milo realizes something astonishing Life is far from dull. In fact, it's exciting beyond his wildest dreams. So, there we have a little piece of what the book's about. I love uh, reading the back because it doesn't give you too much of the book away. Just a little bit to whet your appetite. This book also kind of reminds me of the same kind of storyline of like Alice in Wonderland, Wizard of Oz. It kind of takes you to that make-believe in-between place, a pretend, you know, which is a lot of fun. Um, The main character, of course, uh, is a young boy named Milo. Um, Also, you know, the illustrations in the book are really great, and it's just so much fun to read. When kids read a book like that, you never know what they're going to do. They might be inspired to, you know, come up with their own story or to do something, like, fun, like, make-believe out of this book or something. So, That's one thing I wanted to share. Also, another thing I wanted to share was um, some stories out of the Aesop Fables. Um, Those are kind of like short stories, kid stories, um, but they always teach a lesson in them. And they're just kind of, you know, cute little stories and and everything. So I just wanted to pick a few um, of them and and read them to you and read the little lesson that it has. Um, This one is called The Dog and the Shadow. Says, a dog was crossing a plank bridge over a stream with a piece of meat in his mouth, when he happened to see his own reflection in the water. He thought it was another dog with a piece of meat twice as big as his. So he let go of his own and flew at the other dog to get the larger piece. But of course, all that happened was that he got neither. For one was only a shadow, and the other was carried away by the current. So the lesson, it says, if you grasp at the shadow, you may lose the substance, which is another way of saying another common phrase. The grass is always greener on the other side. You know, sometimes we look at something else or another situation or another person think, wow, they have everything that I want. But really, we should be appreciating what we have because if we don't appreciate the things we have. We can lose that. And the picture is pretty funny too. A lot of um if you look for Aesop's fables, it's going to have like, you know, a little bit di- different illustrations and maybe a little bit of um the wording will be different. But overall it's it's the same stories. But this one has like like a funny little dog and he's actually leapt off the bridge into the water, so he's splashing down and he does not have the piece of meat. <laughs> it's just gone. So, and the thing about it is we already know the conclusion, but from this picture, he hasn't even realized that he lost that piece of meat yet. So it's going to be kind of a bummer when he realizes it. <sighs> okay. go to another one. This one I really like a lot. It's called The Crow and the Pitcher. A thirsty crow found a pitcher with some water in it, but so little was there that try as she might, She could not reach it with her beak. It seemed as though she would die of thirst. At last she hit upon a clever plan. She began dropping pebbles into the pitcher. And with each pebble, the water rose a little higher until at last it reached the brim. And the knowing bird was able to quench her thirst. So the um, lesson there, it says... The necessity is the mother of invention which of course we know is true because sometimes we're faced with a problem or or an obstacle sometimes we freeze but really what this is telling us is to come up with a creative solution to our problem you know and that's something that that is a good lesson for kids uh, the picture here is really nice too it's a um a clear glass pitcher water pitcher and The pebbles are small so she's dropping them in one by one and the water finally reaches the top and she's so excited by it you know and I also really like that they used a crow for this story because crows are very very intelligent birds and it would be a crow to figure out something smart like that so that one's pretty interesting okay here's another one it's called the mice and council says a number of mice once had a meeting to decide the best means of ridding their community of a cat that had killed many of their companions. Several plans were brought forth and rejected. At last, a young mouse suggested that a bell be hung around the tyrant's neck, that they might be warned of her coming and be able to escape. Everyone loved the idea, except one old mouse, who was silent for some time then got up and said, the plan is very clever and would be successful if carried out. I would like to know who's going to bell the cat. So the lesson there is it's easier to make a suggestion than to carry it out. And that's true too. You know, unfortunately, in some cases we might have a great idea or a great plan, um, but then the execution of the plan can fall short but like we learned from the other story with the crow in the water picture is that we should come up with a creative solution because there's more than one way to solve a problem and the picture for this one is these mice under a tree and um, they're all kind of gathered and they're discussing it and we see the old mouse that uh, said who's going to put the bell on the cat right there in the middle with the little cane and everybody's like oh has this look on their face like yeah that's a good point who's any volunteers probably not too many volunteers for that (laughs) so that's um a couple of stories from Aesop's Fables again um I think you know the next time I do a podcast I'll read a couple more I like going over those I think those are fun to read um, some other things I was thinking about, you know, maybe reading a few pages or paragraphs from the Phantom Tollbooth, um, some that have some really fun language in it, because um, I always loved that book. Even though the, these might be kids books, if you're an adult and you want to read these books, go for it. If it makes you happy to read these books, even though they're kids books, so what? You know, you enjoyed them when you were a kid. Why should that change now? There's a lot of books that I really loved like Holes, Charlotte's Web, Stuart Little, Maniac McGee, all these <laughs> different books, you know, that were just like a lot of fun. And that's the thing with kids books, there is a lot more imagination. There's it, it's more interesting to read. Not that other books aren't. But also I was uh, going through some of the books I have. I have some Agatha Christie books, and I really love her style of writing. She was such a clever writer. She had twist into her murder mysteries that were just really, really neat. And of course, you know, there was that whole um, TV series that she had. And, and so it was really, she's a really great author. I also have this fun little book. It's uh, Emily Post, who, you know, is um, the etiquette lady. Emily Post on entertaining says, The answers to the most often asked questions about entertaining at home and in business. So I was thinking about maybe reading a few things from there just to see how language, etiquette, and formal things have changed from the time that this book was written to what we kind of do now because things are more casual now. Not to say that there's not formal events because, of course, there are, but they're just done differently. So I just thought it'd be fun to read some of that at some point. Uh, Just a few things like that. I also have a really interesting um, book... That has to do with Peter Sellers' radio show, uh, The Book of the Goons. On a podcast, I'll explain more about what that book is, but that one's that one's really cool too. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed the little bit of reading and uh, the little bit of discussion about The Phantom Toll Tollbooth. Um, I hope that maybe you and your kids can read it together or your kids can read it for themselves. You know, whatever you think is best, but it's definitely one that I would recommend. So hopefully we can read some some more of the Aesop fables, you know, later on, and we'll just uh, go from there. So thanks for tuning in and listening, and you're always welcome here in Brooks Reading Corner. Have a great day.